So we're going to start um, the new year with my one word, and from Psalm 90 and verse 12, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. If you don't think of anything else this year, keep that one. Teach us to number our days that we gain a heart of wisdom. And each day is a gift from God. You've just heard Anne's testimony. Each day is a gift from God. And if we number our days correctly, if we are focused on him, if each day he is the center, we can hardly go wrong. Not all our days will be perfect. Not all our days will be good. Some days we wish just didn't even happen. But if we keep him at the center we'll gain a heart of wisdom. We'll have that heart that longs for him, that loves him, that connects with him, and that gives us the wisdom to get through those difficult days. So can this be a key scripture for the way we live our lives in the coming year? Can we meditate on it daily and bring our lives into alignment with all that Jesus has planned and prepared for us? Because he has a plan for each and every one of us and it's unique and it's individual and we just need to tap into it. This morning I'd like to share a possible way of doing this that we introduced to Grace a few years ago and many of us are still practicing it today. It's called My One Word. Can you just show me if you've done My One Word before? Good, so we're talking to a lot who are converted and some who haven't heard of this before. So why one word? There's power in words, there's beauty in words, there's grace in words. Words encapsulate ideas, they evoke emotions, they define our experiences, and they shape our memories. Words help to shape us. And as we go through the process of choosing our one word for the coming year, my prayer is that it will help you effect personal change and go deeper in your spiritual formation. This is a simple but potent practice. Don't assume it's too simple to be effective. If you engage fully with the one-word process, one word will reach farther into your life and embed deeper into your character than you could ever imagine. In the past, this may have been a time for you to make New Year's resolutions, to-do lists, careful plans, and perhaps only to find that you didn't really stick to anything and that it had little impact on the rest of the year, never mind your life. My one word is doable, it's achievable, it's memorable, it's effective, and it sticks. And part of its success is that it's shareable. I don't know if that's a word. If our Grace family each has a word, we share it with each other, we encourage one another, we hold one another accountable simply by sharing and talking about our words. Our new connect groups are a wonderful place to share this. And so are our Sunday mornings as we gather around our tables and chat. 
Debs couldn't forget her word, abundance, when Mark kept reminding her of a bun dancing. And as you can see, Debs, he still can't resist it. So if you choose abundance this year, perhaps don't share it with Mark, because that's what you're going to get, a bun dancing its way through the year. Our lives are fast-paced and demanding. Time is short, and we often feel overwhelmed, and the pressures seem relentless. Anyone able to identify with that besides me? Enter my one word. It's doable, easy, and surprisingly powerful. Allow your word to become the lens through which you can examine your heart and your life for the entire year. God calls us to use our days to develop a heart of wisdom. And that's what my one word is all about. So how do you choose your one word? First of all, don't rush it. And don't settle on the first word that comes into your head. Because I've been practicing this for a number of years, I've been starting thinking about what my word for this year would be. And I think I probably narrowed it down to about 15. And then I think, oh, this is definitely going to be my word this year. And then the next day I'd be praying, oh, no, I think that one's going to be more. And um, I bounced around until that's the one. God will speak to you. He'll show you. So write yourself a list. Anytime you think of a new word, pop it down. If you don't even know where to start, just try with the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Anybody fancy any of those particular words for the year? And, and then just let the Lord speak to you. Um, it doesn't have to be a religious word or a a biblical word. Um, one particular person had um, SpongeBob SquarePants, and there was something in the character of SpongeBob SquarePants that they felt they needed to um, learn about and practice, and um, that was their word for the year. So um, don't don't be don't be stuck. Just let your imagination go. Let the Lord give you a list of words. Second, who do you wish to become? I don't mean who do you wish to become like. I mean, consider the condition of your heart, your character, your soul. It's not about what you want to do or achieve, but about who you want to be. What you're after is a new normal that flows from the heart, not just amped up willpower. I've got to be graceful. I've just got to be full of grace. The church is called grace, and I've got to embody grace, and I'm going to be graceful in the way I approach people, and I'm going to have grace and all my... It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. Let the Lord speak to you. Let your heart flow and see what it is that you want to be in this year. My one word is designed for character formation, not impulse control. 
It's not about, no, you can't do this, but more about, yes, you can be that. The third thing, write down the characteristics of the person you would like to become and then think of words that you might choose that would help you to become like this. Keep adding to your list as thoughts come to mind and pray over them. Ask God to guide you and give you clarity of thought. Some of you, as I'm talking, may already go, I've got a word. That, that's what I want to be. I'm there. I'm ready. And others may have some words going over the screen of your mind, going that one, that one, that one. And all the couple that I could just take your time. Don't rush it. Ask God to guide you. And when you've done that, and when you've looked at your words, and maybe through a process of elimination, culled it down to a few, then take a step of faith and pick one word. You can't pick a wrong word. There's no such thing as a wrong word um, if you've placed your choices before the Lord. And then lastly, try to find a Bible verse that reminds you of your one word that really helps to bring your word into focus. One of the first words I chose, was it last year, year before, was joy. And then when Rach was singing the joy of the Lord is my strength, that was my verse that I had. And so it just immediately brought to mind, yes, that's what I needed <coughs> in that year. I'd gone through a lot of struggles. I was just really not feeling the joy of the Lord. And I knew that the joy of the Lord was going to be my strength. And I chose the word joy. And so there we were singing about it. Thanks, Rach. When you've got your word, make sure it's displayed prominently to remind you every day. This isn't a good idea and then you forget about it. You've got to see your word in front of you every single day. Maybe a screensaver on your phone or computer if you use those a lot. Maybe a sign in your room or the word written above your front door so you see it every time you go out the house. Maybe on your bathroom mirror. I'm sure you'll see that more than once a day. And as I said, my one word was joy. And it hung in big silver letters from our mantle mirror. And those of you that would have visited us would have seen the big silver joy above the river, the, the, the mantelpiece. And then Rachel Holmes decided that that was going to be her word for the next year. So I handed over my big letters to Rachel so she could display them prominently in her home. And she asked me what my word was, and I said it was faith. And she had a beautiful plaque that had faith written on it, so we swapped. And I got Rachel's beautiful plaque, which I probably need to hand back now. And that was there in front of the fireplace to be seen every single day. So don't be shy. Have it up somewhere where you can see it easily. I pray your word will help you to become more like the person the Lord has planned and purposed for you to be and that it will guide and strengthen you throughout the year. Don't forget to share it. And um, Oliver and Linda have been great one-worders and their one word has meant a lot to them and helped them incredibly. And so I'm going to ask um, who'd like to come first.
Linda. Linda's going to come and share her one word, and then Oliver will share his. So it just gives you an idea of, of what it means. Thanks, Linda. Turn mine off or just leave it. So I'm coming back after this. Uh, my one word uh, for 2019 uh, was breakthrough, and I was really excited about it. And um, as it turned out, uh, last year was a breakthrough year for me. Uh, I had a number of health problems. Um, one was a hip problem, and another one was, you probably won't know what this is, but it, urticaria and angioedema. Um, so um, a very, very itchy rash all over, uh, and um, also swelling. Um, swelling of eyes, lips, and fingers. Some days I couldn't put my rings on because my fingers were so swollen. Uh, and as the year progressed, um, from it started in 2018, actually, not 2019. Um, so it's like kind of started in the autumn, um, around about September, October. And at first I totally ignored it. It started in a small way. Um, but yes, the the health issue kind of got worse throughout 2018 until 2019. I was just about to go on holiday to America and I still had all these problems. Uh, And I thought, well, I can't cover up like I do here in this country. Our summers are not as hot as America, um, autumns. And over there it was about sort of 29, 30 degrees. And uh, I really didn't want to wear polo neck jumpers and long sleeves for obvious reasons. Um, I was under the hospital um, just briefly before I went away because, as we all know, the National Health Service is very, very busy. So I was on waiting lists for a long time to see a specialist. Um, But anyway... um, Uh, So I contacted the hospital um, and asked for some medication to get me through the holiday. And um, they couldn't offer anything else. I was already on maximum doses of all the antihistamines that people can normally respond to. Um, And throughout the year, uh, a number of you had been really faithfully praying for me. Uh, And I I kind of felt awful when I couldn't come back to you and say the following week, oh, it's so much better, you know, God's answered our prayers. Although I knew that he'd heard all the prayers that I'd prayed and you'd prayed for me. And thank you for that. But nonetheless there wasn't a noticeable improvement. Um, And to be honest, it was really, really hard going at times because um, when I had a bad day, and a lot of days were bad days, it was very difficult, excuse me, to go out and face the world with these issues. Um, So I very often would wear glasses and hide behind them and things. But anyway, enough about me. I want God to get the glory for this. I was given some medication, excuse me, high-dose steroids, to try and damp it down so I could have a normal holiday. Um, But it wasn't going to be a cure. Um, And when I came back, I had to cut right down on the medication. Um, And so the expectation from the hospital was that it would all come back again because it wasn't a cure. Um, And thanks be to God, I cut down on all the medication and I cut down on um, all of it, including all the antihistamines, um, and it's not come back again. So I'm just really, really grateful for that breakthrough, and I really give God the glory um, for that in particular. Um, And thank you for standing with me. So if you want a good word, go for breakthrough.
very tall. <laughs> okay, so um, I think for me the, the process behind one word is also quite interesting. And, and just to give a little bit of insight. Um, so at, at the beginning of last year, I decided what I would do is um, actually think about the one thing that I felt would make the biggest difference in my life with respect to my relationship with God. And I decided that that would be to feel more cherished. And so that was the word that I took in to the year. Um, it, it's a bit difficult at times, and the words don't always go very smoothly. Um, I, I think I've always found with my relationship with God that while sometimes we want him to make us feel better, he wants us to be better, and sometimes that makes us feel worse for a time. And, you know, so there have been things that, that happened during this year, many of you know about, um, that have felt a bit crap, and other people have had those kind of years last year as well. And, and it really, it can be disruptive to your relationship with God, particularly when kind of we we experienced the miscarriage and I think we still feel the effects of it that there's a sense that your your heart has been disrupted in terms of how you're looking at God in terms of you know during that whole process we were trusting in him in, in su such a deep way and while now in our hearts we know all the all the promises of God and all these things are true but in our heart there's something that feels shaken by it and and so there's really a journey of um, kind of restoring that faith in God. And so I think that's something that's going to continue into next year for me. And I've got this verse that I'll just quickly share. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it shall will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks for him for bread, will give him a stone? Or he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? My word for this year is going to be ask because I, I feel like some of what has happened last year has, has in my heart felt like God has given me a stone. And so for me, I, I'm just going into this year um, reminding myself that he is good and I want to get back into that place in my heart of knowing that God is good. He gives us good things. Um, and so I would really really say that with one word, in many ways you get out of it what you put into it, that if you take a risk and choose something that would be, choose a word that would make such a difference to your life, it will, and it may not be easy, and it may not be finished in that one year, but mm. you're on a path that's moving you closer to God in closer relationship with him, and it will change your life. Amen. Thanks, Oliver. <laughs> That's just two examples of how my one word can have such an impact on someone, not just for this year, but forever.
And because we think this is such a valuable process, Mark and I have chosen a word for the church as well. We would like grace as one word this year to be honor. We would love to see a culture of honor permeate our church so that we all honor one another above ourselves. Choose our words carefully and in love. And most important of all, honor Jesus, our King of Kings and Lord of all. If everything we are and say and do as a church is done in honor, honoring one another and honoring God, we should see a strengthening of our faith and a deeper walk with God and one another. So sorry to bombard you with an extra word, but if we could, every time we are engaging in anything to do with grace, we do it with honor, honoring one another, honoring God, then we can't go wrong. And the verse to remember is from Romans 12 and verse 10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. If we're devoted, it means we really care for each other. It's not a superficial, oh, how are you? Did you have a nice holiday? How was it happy? It's, that's, we could do that with anybody. If we're devoted to one another, we really, really care about one another. And we saw that with the situation with Anne, the number of people that were praying, the number of texts I would get, have you got any more news? What's happening now? That's being devoted to one another. And we need to be open and vulnerable with one another so that when we are facing things, that we can pray for one another. And that's going to happen in the connect groups where it's going to be smaller, it's going to be more intimate, it's going to be easier to open up about something. And then we can be devoted to one another in brotherly love. And if you've had brothers, sometimes there isn't that much brotherly love, but you know what I mean. And to honor one another above yourselves. That means if we're going to say anything to anyone, we do it with honor. If we're going to do anything, we offer it with honor. And we think of others more highly than ourselves. And if we can do that, we really would be good witnesses for the Lord. We really will be showing people the love of God. And we really will be walking out our faith. So... I hope this has encouraged you. Your connect group leaders are experts with my one word, and so they'll be able to help you in the connect groups. If you haven't got a word, they might be able to help you to choose from your list. If you've got one, you'll be sharing it with each other and praying over each other. And watch out for the welcome team, because when you walk in the door, we might just be going, so what's your one word? And encouraging you with that. So I hope that's been helpful, and I do pray that you will all join in and that this one word, if it's the first time or if you've been doing it for a while, will really be a blessing and help you in this 2020. And so if you'd just like to take a minute and just wait on the Lord, he might already be putting ideas into your hearts and minds. And so just take a minute to, to think about 
what you want to be like, what, what's going to bless you, what's going to grow you. And then just at your tables or in your groups, won't you just pray for one another, pray a blessing. Um, I know Susie's got a prayer request that she can share at her table. And if there's anything that you want prayer for, please just share it at your table or in your group. And let's just spend a minute or two just praying for one another, encouraging one another, praying blessing for this year. And then join us for some tea and coffee and refreshments.